Welcome to a new episode of the Apostolic and Prophetic Podcast. Today is Thursday, the 3rd of August, and I would like to start with a new series um, related to also one uh, thing we spoke about in the past, uh, to have an unshakable foundation. And we are living in times where a lot of things are uh, uncertain and shaken and God wants us to have an unshakable foundation and this we can have if we follow exactly the instructions of Jesus and uh, in the Sermon of the Mount which is actually the longest sermon in the whole Bible you could say um, because if you have the red letter edition Bible then you can see all the words of Jesus in red and the longest Uh, text with red letters is the Sermon of the Mount, where Jesus is talking basically about every aspect and area of life, about forgiveness, about marriage, about uh, loving your enemies, about money, about giving, about everything. And um, so, and at the end, he is saying, Uh, in Matthew chapter 7, verse 24, Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. Hallelujah. So, there will be floods, you could say, and rains, And winds blowing to your life house. And no one uh, or nowhere in the Bible, Jesus was promising us that we will all have an easy life. We just come to him and everything will be easy and everything will be fine and everything will be just great all the days of our lives. No, Jesus never ever promised this in the word of God. But what he promised us is if these things happen if troubles come it can be personal troubles can be financial troubles but can be also troubles in your country look now in um, a country i just read in the news in um, uh, not nigeria but uh, niger or niger in german we would say there was a military coup and france uh, was evacuating uh, its citizens Uh, Italy was evacuating people from there and now uh, many other countries evacuate uh, people who live there because of uncertainty. This is also, uh, you could say, a storm. This is also something what is shaking your foundation if you live in such a country. But it can be also in your country that there are things, political uncer uncertainties, changes that... Um, that how to say make your life uncertain and that you are wondering and asking yourself how will the future be and exactly to this Jesus is speaking to us that we should build our house on a rock and let's go a little bit more into detail because um, God uh, said uh, in uh, Hebrews 
uh, that in verse 27, um, chapter 12, verse 27, um, just a minute. Whose voice then shook the earth, 26, but now he has promised, saying, Yet once more I shake not only the earth, but also heaven. Now this yet once more indicates the removal of those things that are being shaken, as of things that are made, that the things which cannot be shaken may remain. So there are not just coming troubles and shakings, you could say, uh, from people and from their sinful behavior. Yeah, because, for example, this military coup, it's sin, yeah, it's rebellion and uh, wars and all kinds of things. It's because of uh, the sinful nature of people and of uh, disobedience towards God. But this is, let's say, a shaking and uncertainty what comes from the sinfulness of man. But God himself is saying that he was promising that he will shake everything, that this remains what cannot be shaken. And everything what is built on his foundation cannot be shaken. And when Jesus is saying, he's saying also, therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine. So maybe, uh, I mean, here Jesus is making no restriction. He's not saying uh, if you are young enough, if you are, um, if your life is not totally screwed up already, uh, then uh, uh, how to say there's still hope for you? No, he's saying whoever hears these sayings of mine. So wherever you are in, how, uh, whatever, um, I mean, your life looks like, even if it, uh, uh, if it is messed up in some areas or in certain areas jesus is still saying there is hope there is hope for you because everyone who starts to listen to him yes and who is putting this into practice because from the moment on you could say when you start listening to jesus to his words and you start to implement it into your life your life is changing and you build your life on that rock and when Jesus was talking to people in that time, for people was very clear when he said to build your uh, life or to ha your house on a rock. Uh, in that time, there were no excavators. There were no special machines and special tools. Uh, if you wanted to build a house, everyone knew it's such a big work and so, uh, how to say, exhausting if you need to build the foundation on a rocky ground or if you have a rocky soil let's say like this and people would probably avoid doing this because of the time and of the work and um, yes and everything entailed with it and I am living in an area where uh, there is very sandy soil and ground and it's even a few meters thick, this sand layer, you could say. And there are a lot of houses being built uh, near uh, the town I live. And when I see these um, construction sites and they um, dig a big hole for a house with a cellar, you can see it's just sand. So it's very easy here to dig a hole or to lay a foundation if you want to build a house because um, there is no rocky soil but um, 
So with Jesus saying this, that we should build our house on a rock, is that also it entails, uh, you could say, a lot of work. And this is the thing, what we don't want. We want it with Jesus, everything will be always easy. Yes, and with Jesus, things are easier than without him because he's giving us supernaturally power through the Holy Spirit. But what Jesus is actually saying here, it's also, you could say, to implement the Sermon of the Mount in your life is really hard work, you could say. You don't have to do it by your own strength. You can do it with the Holy Spirit. But it's really, there are some things, and we will go through it in the next weeks, step by step through the Sermon of the Mount. There are some parts, they are really hard to implement. For example, love your enemies. Yes, human nature doesn't love uh, its enemies. When someone is doing something bad to you, you want to strike back and fight back. This is your human nature. But Jesus, for example, is saying some things in the Sermon of the Mount that are really challenging and not so easy to implement. But that's why we are starting from the end, let's say like this. We are opening the last page of the book. We are starting from the end what Jesus is saying. There is a great, great, you could say, reward if you put these things into practice and if you accept the challenge let's say like this um, that your house will be on an unshakable foundation and one more verse i want to read uh, regarding this it's uh, in proverbs in chapter 10 in verse 25 when the whirlwind passes by the wicked is no more but the righteous has an everlasting foundation. And this is exactly what God will give you um, by putting the Sermon of the Mount into practice, into your life. Okay, so let's start with the beginning uh, and how Jesus is setting the stage for everything else, what he wants to tell after this. And you all know this, this is in Matthew chapter 5. And seeing the multitudes, he went up on a mountain, and when he was seated, his disciples came to him. Then he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. And just a side note, so uh, this word blessed can be translated uh, not just with blessed, but also with happy. So Jesus is actually saying here, happy or blessed, happy and blessed, you could say, are the poor in spirit. Happy and blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Happy and blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Happy and blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Happy and blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Happy and blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Happy and blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Happy and blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Okay, hallelujah. So if you are thinking why Jesus is starting the Sermon of the Mount, his most important sermon, the longest 
you could say, in the Bible, in the New Testament, why he is starting it with such a text or with such words, you could say. Because it's paradox. If you are going to the church and you are sad and you are, uh, how to say, uh, um, how to say something bad happened to you or you are poor, probably no one would call you blessed and happy. <laughs> and this is the thing. Uh, not even believers would call you blessed and happy. And uh, maybe they would pity you. And this is like par paradox because Jesus is saying uh, that people are blessed and happy for something where everyone else in the world and even in the church would say, no, you're not happy. You're not blessed. This is not a blessing in, in your life. And Jesus is actually setting here the stage for what he wants to teach about the kingdom of God. And you could say he's laying also the foundation. And if we don't understand this, we cannot understand the whole Sermon of the Mount. Because what Jesus is actually showing here and saying is that the kingdom of God is totally different from the world. You could say the kingdom of the world or the kingdom of Satan uh, or whatever kingdom. The kingdom of God is totally different and it's functioning after totally different principles. Because God, you could say, yes, can turn, like Reinhard Bonke was saying it, uh, from uh, you, your life from minus into plus. He can turn it around whatever situation you are in now. Uh, no matter how hopeless the situation is, God is able to turn things around 180 degrees totally to change it what is impossible in the eyes of man and this is actually what he is saying here because people uh, who are mourning uh, they are not happy but they will be comforted how god is comforting those who mourn by the holy spirit with the power of the holy spirit and i experienced this in my life uh, many years ago uh, my brother died And shortly after this, I came to Jesus and I was really mourning our whole family. We were so in such a bad shape. It was so hard for us and uh, every day, actually. And and I went into an evangelization and there was a preacher. He was full of the Holy Spirit and he was such anointed. He came to Jesus in prison. He was a criminal. He was in prison. And uh, after he had a very big rage and destroyed all his cell, the toilet and everything in there, Jesus came in, into his life and he, he uh, was totally transformed. Uh, and he's now preaching, also caring about people. Um, and when he was preaching, even I didn't believe in that time. I was not yet totally, uh, let's say, believing in Jesus. I was there and I was thinking, oh, this is all fake. This is all make, made up to convince people uh, into believing this lie about God and so on. And uh, when I saw he was praying for people, laying hands on people and people were falling down. And um, then when I was going to the front and I said, I will not fall down definitely will not fall down and I was really trying not to fall down and someone else prayed for me and immediately I was falling down and then under the anointing of the Holy Spirit 
and uh, also during his preaching i was even we I was uh, we were in such a bad shape i was laughing without end you, you cannot imagine and it was the joy of the holy spirit the the presence of the holy spirit was so much there in this uh evangelization meeting it was unbelievable and this is exactly you could say also what jesus was meaning here blessed and happy are those who mourn for they shall be comforted just god can really comfort you the things of this world cannot comfort you if you lost a person if you lost a loved one it's impossible no one can uh, can nothing can replace that person no thing no whatever uh, experience happens but god god is the only one who can comfort you in such a, uh, such a situation and jesus is talking exactly about these things that uh, even your your life is messed up and areas in your life are in very big minus you could say with god they can be turned around and with god you can get back happiness where it seems to be impossible to have any happiness and um, so this is actually the stage jesus is setting here and but how can you have this how can you have this because the whole bible is filled with these kind of things so jesus is actually you could say the 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 starting of the sermon of the mount is conclusion <laughs> almost of everything what is in the bible all the miracles because if you think the um, children of israel they were slaves their children were killed by the egyptians and god made it possible that the biggest world power in that time the more with the most powerful military with the best infrastructure which was egypt in that time had to let the people of israel go this was a miracle this was exactly also this reversal what was impossible for humans god made possible also abraham his biggest wish was to have a child it was impossible in his age for sarah and him or for sarah especially to to get a child but god made it possible and the whole bible is full of it so jesus is actually saying here this is why i'm coming for this is what is starting now it's the kingdom of god the kingdom of god is different and the kingdom of god turns uh, the things that are in minus into plus make the things that are impossible with men possible because uh, it's the kingdom of god and how can you how can you you could say tap into that resource how can you receive this because it can be also you're reading this and and it's not happening in your life and then what is it i mean is jesus not saying the truth there's one you could say condition that you can uh receive this that you can see god's power and god's miracles work in your life and in your situation and this is in hebrews in chapter uh, 11 in verse 6 but without faith it is impossible to please him or to please god for he who comes to god must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him hallelujah so you need to have faith 
God is ready to build your life on this firm and unshakable foundation. God is ready to turn around every area of your life. But you could say you need to have faith. You need to have faith that God can do this. You need to have faith and to seek him. And this is exactly what we are uh, what we're going to do. We want to seek him in his word. We want to go through the sermon of the mount and go through every topic in the next week step by step that we um, can receive what Jesus actually is here promising in the beginning of that preaching. Okay. I wish you a nice end of the week. Um, hear you next time if you like that podcast if it speaks to you if it helps you in any way please share it also with others and um, god bless you and uh, shalom amen